it doesn't belong only that I should go to United States and live there and then come back to Sweden. No, it's it's going deeper into this education I am under God. I still am under uh, under God in in my education, and I always be under God. Uh, but maybe one day I have been educated enough for for this world. We are going to have a, a library, and we're going to be educated in heaven also. So the, uh, it's not ending with the earthly teaching from God and His uh, His kingdom, the heavenly hosts, help also to educate. Um, no, uh, God, uh, it, uh, I was the peak for my, the most sick I was, it was in 2011, uh, I was bleeding very much uh, in my skin because of psoriasis. And uh, the sur- I get uh, I have inflammation in my body the whole time, and uh, it was very very strange for me when I heard God telling me that I should travel to you to Israel, and uh, I didn't know. First of all, uh, how could I do it, uh, travel when I was so sick? And um, and then also, I didn't have that kind of money because I, I didn't work. And uh, I get only a low uh, retirement because I was sick. Uh, so... I didn't know how to to do it, uh, but I obey God. So, without thinking so much about it, uh, how I should could manage it, I uh, sign up me for to travel with a group of people to Israel, uh, a Pentecostal church, and. Uh, and then I, I didn't know them, and uh, they. I thought I, I needed to go with that group. I am not uh, that kind of person that want to go in a, in a group. I want I want to travel by myself, and uh, but I was thinking that I need to be in a group because I can't speak Hebrew and uh, I thought I needed to speak Hebrew. I look at the internet but I couldn't find it and I think uh, that's uh, that uh, uh, 
I couldn't find that I could speak English there. And I think that it was hidden for me because it was the meaning that I should go with this group of people that is in that time was very famous. Uh, they were they were a leader of the Pentecostal church in Sweden. And um so and it was far away to to uh take the uh, the flight and join the group because it was in Stockholm and I live lived in the south of Sweden and it uh, about four and a half hour by the train to come to Stockholm and uh, and then of course sick but what God did uh, he have already uh, worked out it for me because uh, about uh, one two years earlier God was uh, giving me a cat um, I I uh, when I was married in Texas I we I got a, a cat from my mother-in-law when she died her cat come to us and i had never seen that kind of breed of cats and it was a ragdoll cat a rag muffin cat and uh, he was so special he was very intelligent cat so i was so i wanted when I divorced my husband and moved to Sweden, we didn't take the cat with us. We we sold the cat to get money for to ha- get the to the airplane ticket to Sweden. So uh, we didn't get it. But when I divorced my husband here in, uh, in Sweden, when I come back from United States. I was still married until I come back to Sweden in 2004 and then I divorced my husband and uh, and then I was thinking I want to have that kind of cat but they were very very expensive in Sweden very expensive the most expensive cat you could buy so I, of course, didn't have any money because I was in a social service. So, and that was not much money. Uh, and, uh, and I look at uh, a picture of a cat. And, um, uh, and I was thinking, at least I can call this person that have kittens. And... Uh, I asked him about little a little about the breed, and then he said, he said that that cat you are looking at at the picture, that is the cat I'm selling. He said, and it was like that was my cat, but he was I thought he was uh, the male uh, breeding cat, so. 
but uh, the man say he's uh, already six months so and uh, we have to sell him because he he is too much on his mother so we can can't have him he say so I go to that city I didn't say that I didn't have the money I go because I was curious to look at all the cats they had in this breed and when I come to them I bring with me some some snacks for cats so I smell smell it so the cat was happy for me and uh, then when I should go away from that people I say to them I don't have that kind of money so I can't buy but I wanted to see how they look like and uh, then I have to save up money for to buy me that kind of cat and it ha- should have taken me more more than one year to save up the money and uh, when I should go out from the door leaving them that cat that I had look look at this cat was standing in the door and he let didn't let me go he didn't let me go so God can use even a cat for his way to do things God's way and this cat didn't let me go out from the door and those uh, it was two homosexual men that had these cats and they say that we have never seen such things he really want to be with you they say and they, they were so amazed that the cat didn't let me go out so they say that you must have that cat they say to me so they say that uh, we have uh, we split up the money so you can give us some money every month they say and they drove me to my city and bring with the cat and I got the cat immediately it was no doubt it was for real that I should have that cat so I have that um, male cat very beautiful very beautiful and um, and then I didn't have a money for to buy me a female cat. And so, and in in that time, and uh, today also, but it was more more important in that time in two thousand four five that uh, the those breeds of cat should never be mixed up with other uh, other cats breed so I have to hide it and I I got a cat from 
from a farm, a barn cat, a little wild black cat, and a female cat. And um, that cat uh, uh, become pregnant with kittens. I, I am going, I stop a little because I wanted to tell this, that when I come home with that cat and when we were by ourselves, that cat refused to go in into my living room. There was something there that the cat felt that should not be there. And uh, and I can, I am going to tell you the story of the the kittens later on uh, in another episode. But there, the cat knew that uh, my son's father. This is not the spirit. This was the shadow of evil shadow of uh, my. My son's father was in the room because he did many bad things to the cats, and uh, and he hated the cats, and he he once killed the cat in front of my eyes. So I knew it was him that was in my home, and I will tell you later on what he did with my kittens but uh, this cat from the farm she uh, uh, gave birth to six kittens and uh, and, uh, four of that kittens look exactly like a ragdoll muffin that uh, those other was black but all have long hair the mother have short hair, but they all be very beautiful cats, and um, I could sell them. Uh, I don't understand how I could sell them for for the half price of of the ragdoll uh, breed, the hundred percent pure breed. Half of the price I got for this these cats because they were so beautiful and uh, so that make me get money to could buy a, a pure ragdoll breed a female breed so that and uh, that cat I got from the the farm she didn't want to go be in my home she was wild. She jumped on the walls. She wanted to go out. She didn't like my home. And that was the meaning that she should go away. And uh, I have to to call uh, the owner of the barn if I could give her back. And they have so much cats, so it doesn't, it didn't matter for them. So I could go out, come out with them to the barn 
to, to this cat and uh, I let her go she she knew she was home again even when she was a kitten when I got her she wanted out from the cage I carry her and uh, I let her go out from the cage just where horses was there were ho- horses in the field and the horses was like most horses they are curious what's going on and uh, so she go directly to to one horse and lick him on the nose she really was home she was so happy to come out from the apartment so that, that I, I didn't feel any guilt and uh, I was thankful for those beautiful cats she gave me and then I got the the, the money to buy a, a very beautiful a female cat and then I I breed on them and uh, and in, when I should go to Israel, then uh, uh, first uh, these uh, people that I should join, they uh, they have order very expensive hotels in Jerusalem, uh, very expensive uh, Jewish uh, hotel. And uh, and then uh, we should travel around with a rental bus. So that was very much money to to join them. And I didn't know how to get the money. But I signed up that I should come with them. And uh, and, uh, I... She asked me if I had that kind of money. But I say I travel by faith. I travel by faith. And she, this woman from the church, she thought I should not make it with the money. But uh, then uh, my cat got, got six kittens. And uh, so... so and it was just a perfect timing for me to travel when I could sell the cats, the kittens. And uh, my daughter's father, he said that he should take care of my my couple cats, my cats that I breed on. He said that he should take care of them. Because he was impressed that I should go to Israel. He is no, he don't believe in God. But he felt that was what you should go. And so he took care of them. And then also I got money back from t- taxes. And it was money that it was some taxes from... Before I left Sweden for to be in United States, and uh, those uh, in the tax office they have not fined me, 
Of course, because I was in the United States and I had no address in Sweden. So the money was laying there. And then suddenly, when I should go to Israel, the money come through and come to me from the tax office. And then uh, the, um, the church wrote me and say that uh, it's uh, they have a problem with the hotels because the hotels was already occupied for some of these days that we should stay in Israel. So they say that uh, we have to cut it down some days. The traveling have to be shorter so that so that it it didn't cost so much as it was from the beginning. So uh, when so suddenly I had all the money for to go with them to Israel, and I have to first pay for the train ticket up to Stockholm, and then I have to lay at the hotel at the airport for to wait for the group to come and uh, and all the money I had and uh, and they were very surprised that I could come with them and uh, I have to do the passport also and it was mu- much money that I have to to have and uh, and I was thinking how can I do it because we, it was Swedish, Swedish people, and those Swedish people is not like in the United States. American people, they go with a bus the whole way around. They don't, don't walk very much. Uh, but uh, we Swedish people, it was in Israel, it was we that was in a Swedish group and then it was Chinese people and then it was German people that was walking those other from other nations they took the bus everywhere where they were going but we should go on a pilgrims walk they say so we were we should walk from morning till evening and it was in September so it was not so so cold it was over over 90 degrees 100 degrees about uh, 40 45 celsius degrees and and full sunshine and we should walk walk, walk, walk for many hours and I was thinking how can I do it because I I could hardly walk in the stairs in the house As I could suddenly be stopped in my legs and I couldn't walk because it was so much pain in my joints and uh, so uh, but as I obey God, 
I need I have to go because I I I couldn't wait when I when God is saying something uh, that means that you do it now it's not that uh, you can't say like no I have to wait till tomorrow I have to I don't have any money so I have to wait until I get the money no I can't go now because uh, uh, someone in my family is ill no you can't say that when when God is telling you that you should do something that means that you do it as soon as you can and if you not have any very 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 important things that you have to do first before you leave you have to go immediately and I did so as fast as I could to go to Israel and uh, and maybe it took me about one month to to go uh, to collect all the money and but that also was that the the group the traveling was not in that date so uh, it was about uh, i got the full money to could pay them maybe two days before we were leaving to Israel and so it was tight because it was about one month I saw them on the internet that they should travel to Israel and uh, I paid them one month later and we were traveling in one month from that I signed up and uh, and I was uh, yeah, I was uh, stressed of, over it but uh, I need I needed to to obey God and uh, and we travel and uh, I come to sit on the airplane at the side of a, a pastor for that church a famous pastor, those that we could see on television preaching. And um, it was very special. At the airplane, he opened up a, a new Bible. He took up, a, he had he just bought a new Bible. And I, <laughs> I sit there with my my old all the Bible that I have got from that woman in the United States that she have found somewhere from the 70s. It was not nice, nice Bible at all. And he took up his, his brand new Bible, a big Bible. And I said to him, I... I have my Bible in my hand and I say to him, 
Do do your new Bible have the 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 red the red text in it? And he'd be surprised. He didn't know what it was, even if he was a, a pastor. I say that that red text that I have in my Bible is a King James Bible, but is from the seventies. But it have read the text in all places where Jesus is talking, I say to him. And that make it so very special that I say this about the red text. Because first when we come to Tel Aviv at the airport, going down in at the airport, all my pain was gone. Everything in my body that was so much pain and all my bleeding was gone. I was healed instantly when, when the airplane hit Tel Aviv airport and the ground on, of Israel. I was healed. And so I could walk those long pilgrims walk. But uh, of course I was not running. I I was still very slow and have hard to walk. But I have no pain and I was not bleeding. I was only walking slowly. So those other people, the people in my group, they... They always have to wait for me because I, I walk so slowly. And uh, and then uh, the it was fun. The last uh, two days when uh, we were walking, uh, the, the group leaders, they ask us usually, they ask, where is Eva? Where is Eva? <laughs> and I laugh about it because I say, I'm here. I say. And they look like surprised because I was one of the first in the group. I have healed up so much. So I was faster than the young people in the group. And they'd be surprised. They were trying to find me and I was standing just on the side of the, of the one that asked where I was. So I was healed. And then uh, I tell you about, uh, I'm not going to could uh, talk about everything in Israel. I have been to Israel three times and I can't uh, tell you in this episode of everything that have been in Israel. God have told me to go to Israel three times. And uh, it have not been in the same places. And it have not been with the same people. Uh, it have been other, uh, different people I have met that God have told me to go and meet in Israel. So, 
I, I tell you about this red text because when I come to, to the hotel and I, of course, no one wanted to sleep in the same room as me and I was happy for that. All the other people were sleeping two and two in the rooms and uh, I was by myself and I was standing and uh, the hotel is over the bus station. Uh, the bus station in Jerusalem is inside uh, a wall, wall market. Uh, it's a, a mart. It's a big mall, and uh, the the bus is in the parking lot. It's a parking house on the side of in the same building as uh, as the 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 market uh, for to buy everything uh, it's a very big mall there and uh, you have to go inside there and uh, to take the bus so it's very hard for people that don't know can read hebrew because there is no no sign that say that in english that you have the bus there, not the city bus, the bus that is going between the, the cities, between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Uh, you have to know it or know Hebrew languages. And, but as I, I live at the hotel that is up on, over where there were, the bus station is, and I go go in there to buy things. I knew where the bus station are in Jerusalem, and um, and I was standing there. And it in two thousand eleven they started to to build a, a railway a subway train in Jerusalem and it was just at the station bus station there is a big uh, place to to be at and wait for for the train to come and uh, and there it was lighted up from the railway and uh, it was lighted up over the city and I was up very very high up in the hotel. The hotel was built high up first and then it was many levels. I think I was on the fifth, sixth floor in that hotel and I was looking out and it was evening when we came to the hotel and I look out in the darkness and so all the lights over Jerusalem and I was uh, standing in the window and thank God for bringing me to Jerusalem the most holy place to be and um, and then when I I walk into my bed and 
just when I when I uh, took my legs in under the sheet in the bed I saw it was like uh, numbers on the wall it was shining red red numbers was on the wall it was in the air it was not uh, uh, hanging on the wall it was like a light in the room that showing up number i think it was 21 it said and uh, and it was made like this that i maybe could have thinking that it's maybe a light from the outside but where the numbers was it was behind a, a drawer so the light from outside couldn't reach in there because the drawer was was before the light there and there was and I knew exactly what it was so so I counted I took my bible and then I counted all this red text each time Jesus say something I counted and I and when I come to 21 and <laughs> I'd be surprised because it was where it was this woman that have had a bleeding for 12 years that she go and and reach uh, Jesus and he asked who who was it that touch him and it was this woman that come uh, on the ground and uh, touch him and uh, and he said that by faith you have been healed he said that to her and she was healed and uh, so i knew that that jesus was saying that to me in in this way that i should be healed and uh, and it's not that uh, uh, i have healed some people and and when god is telling me that i should heal people then it's going immediately uh, in five minutes they are healed but if i do it when people ask me to heal them and uh, and i do it it can take it's the uh, longest i know about it was uh, about uh, one month it took for her to be healed she was sitting in a wheelchair and she she be healed more and more and then she was up and playing soccer with with some kids uh, when she was totally healed but it took one month so so that was it for me it, it was not immediately i i was healed in in israel 
But when I come back to Sweden now, I, I get it back. It was only for Israel I was healed. And then I, I got it the same worst thing. And I, we were up to the Dead Sea. And uh, I was thinking that maybe it's a miracle going on. So I, I go into the water, the salt water with my wounds I, my my psoriasis was not gone on the skin it was not it was only that it it didn't bleed anymore and but the water was going into those holes i had in the skin and it was burning like fire and those People in in my group, they was, they were evil to me. They were not good people at all, and they tried. They saw that I have very much pain, but they didn't let me go under the shower to take away the salty water. That's how evil they were. And they were stealing from me. And they never talked to me. And so I was with this group and it was like like they ignored me total that I was not there. It was only when when we would they have to see that we all were together in the group. They even uh, noticed me. And um, one day when we were walking in the old city in, in Jerusalem, I think we were in, in La Dolorosa, where Jesus was walking with the cross. We were there and we go to a Christian people in that Muslim area we were in and uh, and I was very I was not hungry they sit and eat but it was so warm I, I couldn't eat but I I was thirsty and I got I love uh, mango juice and I bought mango juice but it was not uh, it was, uh, uh, I s- say, I want to have that, that kind of juice with me back to my hotel. And uh, so we sit there and a man come to me and he say that, that if you give me some money, I will go and, and buy you a, a bigger bigger juice, uh, much more juice than what they have here in the bar, he said to me. So I gave him the money and uh, and the people, they laugh at me. Ha ha, you will never see those money again. They say to me, I thought, they thought I was stupid. And the man come back and gave gave me the juice and he gave me 
back the money that that he didn't need to pay for, pay, uh, and they be so surprised that group that he come back, and I was thinking that's that's how they are. They are thief by themselves, so they think that everyone is thieves, and they. And I prove for them that not everyone is thieves. So we were walking. We were all over Israel. We were. Uh, it was a beautiful place, the Tiburn. We were out on the Tiburn, the. The lake where Jesus was walking on the water. It was that sea we were. And we we go with the boat there. Um, Galilea Sea. And um, then we were to Capernaum. Where... uh, the it's like a it's much garden there up in the north of Israel there is is the the water source for the whole Israel and uh, as it is the source of of all the water in Israel is also very much flowers much of, um, beautiful things that grow there and um, and we were there in Capernaum, and uh, we were sleeping there in Capernaum, and uh, as they knew that I was walking, walking slowly, and uh, I say that I couldn't sleep on the ground, like those others should do, and uh, so. They rent a, a house for me and another woman that have a heart to to walk also, and um, and in the house she when we should go to sleep, she said that she have very very bad legs and she have so much pain in her leg, and I said to her that. I can help you, I say, because I'm a healer. So I go to her bed and lay my hand on on her. I don't need to lay on the leg. I only need to to uh, hit a skin place. Not. I don't want to lay my hands on clothes. I lay my hands. Um, somewhere where there is skin, and um, and then uh, she felt that she be healed that evening, and in the morning we we gathering in Capernaum in in the center of that little like village park. Uh, and they, uh, they say, uh, 
It was uh, here Jesus was doing the most of the healing in Capernaum, they say. So can you feel the healing in the air? They say like philosophic. And this woman, she never said anything that that she uh, that I have done something on her. She said that, yes, I uh, am healed. Uh, when I come to Capernaum, I was healed. She said, and everyone thought it was a, it's a it's a miracle in that way that only to be there. She was healed. And that's how people have done to me. They never tell other that I have healed them. So they don't spread it. So I can help more people. I want to heal all people I can. And the people don't say anything about it. The woman that that I helped from the wheelchair and she was playing soccer with with the kids. She said that to to my daughter. Uh, I took my daughter with me to her her home. And uh, that woman that was playing soccer she she said that to my daughter, your mother have healed me, she said. And my daughter, she, she never believe in anything I say and do. So she only laugh, and I say that to that woman, it's not me that heal you. It's God that heal you. I say to her uh, because she, this woman, she didn't believe in God, and uh, I say to her. It's God's will that you were healed, so you become healed. Because, like I say that to you in that episode, I talking about it. I say that God told me to go down on my knees and touch her legs. So that was God, or else I have not done anything. If she had. She didn't believe in God and she absolutely didn't thought I should could heal her. But God was telling me. I heard he, he, his voice and he said to me that I should go down on my knees and touch her legs. And she was healed. So that's it's true that that is God that healed. But in other times that I do it on my own. And that is because I was healed when I was a child. And I have the healing energy inside me. Because when God healed me as a, as a child. That uh, energy that come over my body and healed me and make me alive I was dead and come alive and uh, and that uh, energy 
is stored inside my body. So I never ask God to, uh, if someone asks me to heal them. I, I don't say, I don't ask God to help me to heal a person. Because I know already that I have the, the energy inside me. So I, I do it and I heal people. But people think I, I should ask God and, or prayer to God. The only thing I, I say to God when, when I lay hand on, on people in that way that they have asked me. Then uh, I say, <laughs> I say, okay, God, here we go again. <laughs> I say inside my my brain when I lay hand, and it's like we are partner, God and I, and so it have been. And it's it's about six weeks ago I I healed a woman. And I healed her. I never know what what God is going to heal. Uh, I only lay hand and then the healing coming. And it can be healing in other places when, oh, and, and then what I expect it to be. So it's very interesting. She, she was healed for... One thing that suddenly she met her husband. She was single for five, six years. And uh, after the healing, she come in contact with a man on a, on a dating site that uh, he only show up. She said, I should, I open up, I set up that that uh, app on my telephone and he, there he was and she got married now the, uh, December 10 she, they were engaged three weeks and she married now December 12 and so it go very quick and uh, and I heal her in three ways uh, I have envied her a little that she got married as I am a single woman but now I I don't look for any man, man anymore because I feel like I have these angels that is coming through that that is with me all this this uh, Spirits that coming through when I'm talking to you, and someone make me very very sleepy now. It's it's uh, this person is saying that I should close my eyes and uh, touch me on my shoulder and. Uh, I can't decide me yet what if it's a woman or a man because uh, that spirit is 
changing the whole time from a woman to a man and the last time it was doing this it was Jesus that come through and then he say he he want to touch me and heal me and uh, And he is on me and laying, laying like hands on me. And uh, like he, he listen at my breath. He take his ear, ear on this, just outside my mouth. Like... Uh, See if I breathing like I should, and uh, yeah, I know that my breathing is not good. That uh, they say that at at the hospital sometimes that I I have a weak uh, breathing, but uh, I I wonder if it's what is want to say he have um, it's he he have a uh, this Jewish I don't know what's the name of it this small hat that you have when you go to the to the wall um, west wall you must have it on your head when you pray, if you are Jewish. So he is Jewish. And uh, it's be very interesting to hear what he's saying. I want to ask him this thing. I want to ask you. He's very on me now, so he listened. As I'm, that is, you Jewish people, you, you only believe in books. You study the books the whole time. You, you study the Torah the whole, every day. And you have this... <coughs> tradition and culture that uh, that is not the same for us and um, now you have coming up to heaven and I want to ask you do you still believe in in to read only books and that you don't believe in the spirit because you are spirit by yourself now. What are you going to tell those youths that do do not believe in the spirit? Uh, that uh, a spirit that's flying around us and talk to us. That the only true is the books. What, what will you tell us? 
What is your experience now to come to heaven and be a spirit of yourself and meet those spirits there is in heaven? What do you say about that? We we want to know that what you what you are going to answer about that. We really want to know. So, you listen now. Uh, I was wrong, he said directly. So, <laughs> everything did what I learned all the years reading the and I tell you, I was the one that reading many, many sorts of books. I read Torah and I, and the Torah had books in, in itself and I studied those books and I studied the books of the books of the books of the books. My whole room was full of books. I was... Convince. I say to people that I know, and he showed me with the hand, like he is the commander. He know. He know. And I say to people, I have the full knowledge of God. No one could come and say anything to me of an other opinion. Nothing, because I truly believe I have all the answer. And now I know I didn't have any answer at all. That was only an illusion, illusion. I have no control, I have no power, I have no knowledge what was really about God. He said, I was really stupid, he said. I was stupid in my stubborn way to think that I was like God that I knew everything and no one could tell me something else. I was so proud of my knowledge. I, and he, uh, like him, looking out, it's, um, he's showing me, he's have a, a, a old room full of books and it's dark in in the room, and he look out in the window. He have one window there, and it's like he showing me with his hand, he waving with the hands, like outside there. They don't know anything. I knew everything, and I th- thought I ignore people. I was on my own. I, it's uh, no one, no my kids, no my wife, no one could come in in that bubble I had 
in my life. And I was so wrong. And when I started to to get the knowledge in heaven, I was ashamed. I was ashamed of myself. But God, he had, he had mercy on me. Because he said that to me. Now it's coming very, very beautiful things. Now uh, God, he said to me, I will show you all the knowledge that you didn't have. And that's his mercy. I was so totally wrong. And God have the mercy to let me be in the library. The library God have of all knowledge. And I saw, I was in that, in the library and I saw what's wrong I was. But in the same time, that all these books I have studied, all those books, I was so proud to to own all those, those books that was my safety books, that was my surrounding, that, that was my world, and that was my God, those books. They have nothing in the library to do. They are not in the library there. Because that's... Torah is... is a tradition. is a oral. It's a talking... is talking from man to man. Torah is not God's words. It's man's word. That... From generation to generation, we have sitting down and teach our our boys, our sons, about what we knew from God. It's a it's a it's a tradition. The the Jewish. Is not a religion. Is a is a tradition, tradition from man to man, and not including any woman. And that's where it's coming from. This that ignore, ignore women. Women have nothing with God to do. The Jewish man is looking like that. Now I'm talking about the Orthodox Jewish. This man is from the Orthodox Jewish. Those other Jewish is not that way. But they they are dominating over their women. But the Orthodox Jewish is, and that is the oldest, oldest Jewish, the Orthodox because they hold it like in like they are in a sect and hold uh, hold their um, tradition and sp- speaking words to, uh, from man to man and they, 
that's what he wanted to come and and tell us when I'm talking about Israel. This man come, that is Jewish. So I understand that I attract, I pull people from how what I'm talking about. They're coming forward to talk about what I am talking about. So that's good, because if we want to know some special things from from heaven, then I can start to talk about the topic, and then they coming. And now we get the answer that everything that was man-to-man talking, oral, not uh, written down, it was written down later on, but it, the Torah was from the beginning that they sit in a, in a group of, of people, men in a group of people. And uh, God have shown me those Jewish that go into a, a dark cave. They go into the darkness. It's an evil thing. And they sit there and they teach their sons to be the same as they was teached and be the same as they lived their life and I when I was in that hotel in Jerusalem I saw when the Sabbath was there come men orthodox young men and sit at the hotel because this Jewish hotel they were more into money than into the Jewish tradition about Sabbath. They have the lights on. They they make food. And, and those Jewish men dating Jewish girls, they sit and eat at the hotel in the light. They were out the way. The, in the Jewish tradition... Uh, people should in Sabbath they should not go out more than uh, more than six meters from their home, and they should not have any electric light on. So the I saw how how fake they were. They lie for God about Sabbath, and uh, they can also rent the person that sit in their home instead of them so then they can go out it's so much to fool they think they fool god they think they fool that they have the power to could trick themselves into what they want not what god want so thank you for coming through but I'm happy that you know the truth now and we all will know the total truth later on but um, I'm thankful that you're coming through and tell us about heaven and what it is because we want want heaven to come down to us so we we need this knowledge from heaven so we can 
have like heaven on earth also. Let it come down to us here on earth. We need to be like in heaven here on earth. We need to be like in paradise, all of us, to have the peace. Thank you. And thank you for listen. It uh, once again it uh, it going. I was I am always thinking that I should recording about fifty minutes like that. But it's extra bonus every time because the spirits is they they are they want that's why. I got this home because they say that this should be a gathering place. And this is a place, a gathering place of heaven here. That's why they're coming through because they have already made this home to be my home and to... They have done this, all this, that make me have this podcast also to gathering all the people in the world to listen at this podcast and and gathering from heaven those spirits coming here and talk to you. So I'm happy. That the Jewish man knew, knew what was, everything was hiding for him. He didn't know it was hidden for him because he, he was raised like that. That's God's mercy that God knows that. That people are not like that by themselves is what they have raised up to be of their parents or other people in their childhood to become inside a lie to not know the truth that's why we need to to try to find the, the truth when we are adult we should not follow those religious people that have their own agenda. That's why they talk like they do to us. Because they want us to be in a place that they want us to be. But we are going to go where God wants us to be. Not what man wants us to be. We are free. We are free. And we are making our way to God. To join them in heaven. We don't want to stay here on earth. And join the earth. And all these evil people on earth. We want to go back to God. And join them in heaven. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And I maybe record it tomorrow also. 
It's Christmas tomorrow for us in here in Sweden. But uh, maybe I do my Christmas things by recording an episode tomorrow. Thank you.